Lisa Ann here at Sapphire for another episode of Lisa Ann's Backstage Convos. I am solo today, but those of you who know me understand that rolling solo is not a problem for me. It shouldn't be a problem for you either, especially if you like to go out, because Sapphire is kind of the greatest place to go solo, meet new people, sit at the bar and watch games, or lounge around by the stage. I love being here every Thursday night for football, and I think you would really enjoy it too, so I'm just throwing that out there. You feel the need to throw things out there, the YouTube channel, whether you're a subscriber or just a viewer, it would really help if you subscribed. We love your comments, but on one specific post that landed on the Backstage Convo's Instagram, I realized there was a barrage of commentary, many in which I wanted to respond back, but it's really a long form answer. So what I'm hoping is this same person translates from Instagram to watching the full video on YouTube and sees exactly what I'm talking about. As in most situations on the internet, comments do range from good to not so great, okay? So we'll go there, but I will say there are some lovely people that need to be called out, and I'm going to start with this one um, because this one's great. Lionheart, I thank you so much, and I thank you for being a follower of ours on IG. This was the post with uh, Alana Buns, talking about the protocol in which you were or should approach a woman or a, a porn star, a content creator, anybody that you find sexy. Let's just put it there. And Lionheart says, that's why I saw, when I saw you at the Vegas airport, by the way, great grammar, also put a comma in there. Everybody knows that turns me on. Uh, which ironically, you ended up being on the same flight as me, comma again, just kept to myself, comma again. As much as I wanted to say hello, last comma, I had to respect the space. That is so nice, and I appreciate you so much. And let me just say this. You know what? I'm fine with you saying hello. I actually think it's nice to say hello. Hello, a shake of the hand, something switch. Quick. It's hard to get into the, like, can I take a photo? Because then other people notice you taking a photo. And then I feel like when the situation breaks apart. I am now stuck stranded with like half the people at the airport staring at me, wondering who I am, potentially Googling me. It gets into a very weird space, but the hello is cool. My favorite is when somebody notices me and I notice them noticing me and they give me just a really cool nod and a smile. Uh, and we keep it moving. Like to me, I carry that with me for blocks when I see that, or if I'm at an airport, I'm like, right on. I mean, thank you. Uh, so there's that. So there's another person on here uh, that says, you really aren't that famous, like only with dudes that live in their mom's basement. I wrote back, oh, well, I wish that was true. Another person writes back, it is true. It is not true, but I, I, I gave it up at that point. We did get one, this was a lengthy, I actually chimed in. Now, a New Year's resolution of mine in 2023 that has stuck, that will now be a permanent addition to my life, is I can no longer troll trolls. But I feel as if, since this was a conversation being had on backstage convos, where you're going to get a little bit more insight into our space, whether it be as a porn star, a feature dancer, creator, everyone that I interview, including myself. This person says, Lisa, you put yourself on porn, like seriously, going around getting paid to get screwed by strangers makes a lot of sense. 
What makes sense to one person might not make sense to another, and that's fine. People are allowed their own opinions. That's actually perfectly fine. But what it seems that it's coming off as a forceful situation of somebody deserves less respect or be held in a different regard because of the choices they made that may not align with yours. And most likely you've watched porn and maybe you've even watched mine, but you enjoy it. But at the same time, you feel like I should have some sort of less right situation in society than you because of this wild choice that you would have never made that I actually found very fun. I got to explore who I was as a woman. I got to build financial freedom and independence for myself. I got to travel the world. Like the misunderstanding of just knowing the one part of me, just being able to Google me and find a scene and think that's the only thing I do all day for years. It's, you know, it's not that, but I did have to respond. I wrote back, interesting take, dot, dot, dot. Validating my many points on this topic. The sexual envy is so real that the backlash creates chaos. My condolences, brah. Now, yes, I do understand that was a bit of a troll, but I thought that if it's not on my timeline, I did not break last year's New Year's resolution. So I'm good there. But when I sense this anger towards me, I often feel now this is not a me thing. Because again, I respect if you don't agree with what I do, then you probably shouldn't follow me. And you probably shouldn't, you know, we probably shouldn't engage. You don't have to follow me on social. But I feel this angst that someone might be a little jelly that I've had a more sexual adventurous life, which I created myself because I took this chance to get in the business. And I got to explore myself in a safe place on set where I truly could pick my pleasure, who I wanted to work with, what I wanted to do, what I didn't want to do. So it may not have been your first choice, but it definitely, definitely was mine. This, this continues. Of course it continues because this is the type of person that wants to keep this going. Says, unfortunately, dudes just want to justify themselves to present themselves from feeling guilty. So now somebody else is chiming in because we've realized there's some guilt associated. It's so different now because content is able to be viewed on your phone. When I got into the industry, it was still adult bookstores. There was no internet. So it was this active choice that you had to be 18 or up to go into this store. Many people were still, didn't want people to know that they went. So a lot of the stores were in like weird neighborhoods. You went into like this back door and the whole thing was even extra sketchier. You'd leave if you bought something or rent something. It'd be in a plain brown bag. This was before even Blockbuster added a little room in the back. And I think this effort that people had to make made them watch less, made them less involved with it as it was like a treat because it was hard to get. It became so accessible that it brainwashed so many people into thinking that the sex that's taking place in those movies is standard, normal. Every girl's going to do that. Every guy's going to want to do that. Um, you know, it, it's really blurred the lines. And I think that's where the accessibility difference is as well. Because at that same time, somebody that had to go into a store and get something that was in a brown bag at a certain time where they thought nobody would drive by and notice their car, those are the same people that wouldn't have walked up to you and, and touched you anyway, because they would have seen you and been shy about it and maybe nodded. I remember years people recognizing me and just never saying a word if I wasn't at a club or somewhere else. So that doesn't change how you should approach a woman, what she does for a living, whether she's an OnlyFans creator, or whether she's in the industry, just because you've built this rapport and you see her this way, whether you like her or not, no. That's where consent comes in and conversations that we should be continuing to have with reminding people that we all should have boundaries and we should all be mindful of each other's boundaries and be self-aware. And I realized though that this post did really bring out the best in many 
and the worst in others. Uh, Ian Ian says, people need to place themselves in the situation where they don't like it also. I think it's great. That's just, hey, put the shoe on the other foot, right? This is someone saying like, maybe put yourself in that situation. Thank you, Lyft, for saying, gotta respect the space of a goddess. All right, we got another really good one here. And I thank everybody that's jumped over and followed the social media and is following the clips. I hope that you also go and watch because we make these short and sweet. You're gonna enjoy them on YouTube. Just go subscribe. We try to drop one for you every Tuesday. Eventually that will be an every Tuesday thing. We'll set up a mailbag. Maybe you'll have specific questions from some of the episodes uh, that I can answer for you. But the real C.S. Smith says, please don't yell out from across the room, hey, Lisa Ann. I would walk over and say, excuse me, are you Lisa Ann? It is okay if I get a picture with you. And if I get a no, not right now, I would just say, okay, and thank you. So you're asking and you're going to accept a no, which is fantastic. But remember, introduce yourself first, you know? Uh, it's assumed that people know who I am as they're approaching me and asking me if I'm Lisa Ann. But it's also nice to know, hey, is your name Greg? Because I want to meet you too. And when people have met me, if you are one of the people that's met me at a trade show or in a random space, you'll know that I go into instant interview mode and I want to know about you because I already assume that you know about me, whether you follow my podcast, my social media, you know me from the industry events, but I'm like, what do you do? I'm curious too. Like it's all laid out for you. So it makes this easy, real exchange of back and forth, but fan etiquette, just etiquette in general, when guys are looking to be in a club and the girls are going to approach the guys the most that understand their boundaries too, I would stand the closest to a guy that I would know wouldn't reach up and grab me. Of course, the more comfortable I am with you, the more attention I'm going to give you. That's a very common thread on the floor at the strip club too, is to be mindful of that until maybe a conversation is had or you feel there's it's whatever may be appropriate once something is discussed, but you will get a lot more attention, not just out there on the street, but in a club by girls. They kind of understand that you understand them and there's a trust there and then they can get really comfortable and feel really safe and have a lot of fun with you. That goes in the dating space too. Don't be too creepy. Don't smell a girl's hair. Don't do too much on the first date. And it's not all like a movie. So take your time. Think about foreplay. Think about that teasing and think about that buildup because that's really what she's been waiting for and that's why she's talking to you. But these comments were rich. Does show me you're all paying attention. I don't know how far into the reel you went. Try to look at the analytics. Some of you give up in like four seconds when you realize I have clothes on. But these are going to be a continuation of interesting conversations with stars that you're going to get to know that are going to grow and be huge stars. And you're going to have met them here first on Lisa Ann's Backstage Combos. Backstage Combos.